There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personal Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Hello, everybody. We hope you're enjoying our shorts. Our shorts are nice. Brief. Briefs Breezy. for the summer. Breezy shorts. Yeah. Keep you cool in this. Actually, it's really not that hot right now. We always like to talk some weather. Talk some weather on the shorts. Shorts yeah. weather. Schwartz weather. Um, got a, uh, a good one for you tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, we're talking about top three tech plays in any game. Win or lose. I've got to throw that last part in. Well, I, yeah. Although all three of mine are wins. So, um, well actually I do have one L I have one L on mine. I have four plays, but two of them are from the same game. Um, yeah, top three tech plays in a game. I've got four from three games. Michael's got three. And then we'll get back to the start one, bench one, cut one. And I don't know where we're going to fall on this. And it's, it's going to be Mexican food, Italian or barbecue. Yeah, I know blood may be shed. We may have some issues here. There will be blood. So before though, we get into all that, you need to know the social media is still there for all of us. Follow us on 2023 personnel podcast at 23 personnel on Twitter. You can follow me, Spencer at punts suck and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And also over there on the Spotify green room, it's a live audio only sports talk platform free to download and to use. Talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Start or join ongoing conversations. Watch games together. React to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Join in on the conversations with Michael and I and have a chance to be featured on the 23 Personal Podcast for our post-game instant reaction breakdown. Breakdowns, instant reactions. We'll be going live Saturdays this fall. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app for free in the iOS or Android app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. We'll be going live shortly following the football games this fall. Pretty exciting. I've been seeing a lot of stuff pop up in my Twitter about. Spotify's new venture into green room. So we're going to get to be a part of that. So everybody keep a, keep an eye out and an ear open. Yeah. So 
We've got lots of games, lots of plays to get to, Michael. I've got four, but three, two of them are from the same game. Do you want to go first? You, you want me to go first since I have more? <laughs> sure, sure. I'll start out first. All right. Okay. Mine is going to be kind of a sneaky one. I don't think anyone's going to think of this one at the top of their head. Let me set the stage a little bit. It's it's in the 2019 basketball championship game. Sorry. I hate to bring it up. There's the one loss you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and get this one out of the way. But I remember when this happened, how much I felt for Odiase in this moment. The guy is fouled with 22 seconds left. And of course, it's double bonus time at, at that point in the game. He's a 64% free throw shooter on the year. Now, Tech is up by one. So it's, you know, it's not the end of the world if he walks up there and bricks a free, you know, two free throws even. But you just think, you know, if, if you've ever played basketball, just being in those shoes and giving the chance to potentially maybe not seal a game or ice a game. I can't really say that because we know what happened next overtime happened. But anyway, our guy went up there, shot a perfect two for two, hit them both. Tech was up 68 to 65 with 22 seconds left. And I just think I probably would have passed out if I'd have had to shoot free throws in that situation. I think the only way it would have, and I think I would have guaranteed passed out if we had been down, we, if Tech had been down. But the fact that, that he just went up there, not a career shooter, knocked them both in, gave Tech a chance, a really good chance to hopefully avoid overtime. That didn't happen, but to go up by three with 22 seconds left because you're one of your most important players on the team that we all, I mean, a lot of us kind of had a feeling that that was part of uh, you know, part of what was so tough the next couple of years was him being gone. But then I think it really established itself the longer we've gone without Odiase, how much he meant to the team. Maybe not so much with stats or whatever, but uh, just with his presence and his ability to to communicate with his teammates and to lead by example. And for him to be able to do that, I just thought, well, gosh, what a storybook moment. What a way to end. You're a senior and then what's his face hits a three and we go to overtime and lose. But anyway, I want to nominate those free throws because those were huge. Those were gigantic and he made them. Yeah. And there's, and anyone else could have just bricked the heck out of them. I remember that feeling watching those two go through and like, I, I remember that night it was Samantha and I were watching this game together. Just us. Uh, Grayson had already gone to bed because it was late that night. Um, we had the door open, like the front door open because like we just needed some air. I don't know. I was so confident <laughs> with 20 <laughs> seconds left. I, and I also love that you had the front door open just because it, it was just too stuffy in the house, I guess. It, it was, was just, just too much going on. It was too much, yeah. Um, <laughs> Let some of that April air in. Yeah, man. And I, I just remember thinking, holy crap, we have a three-point lead with 20 seconds to go in the national oh. freaking title game. 
I felt so good about it. And I was like, and, and our senior, our, you know, a guy that everybody on the team loves, he's, he stayed here this whole time. He, you know, stayed after Tubby left. There's just this whole, he's not a, an awesome free throw shooter. He made both of these. Wow. How incredible. What a way to end your career. And then, well, not your career, but your collegiate career. And then, yeah. Sad, sad face. I didn't mean to bring the room down. So, so we got the loss out of the way first, but I wanted to give Odiase credit because I think about that often. <laughs> I don't know why there's something about it's, I probably have as many dreams of missing potential game winning free throws as I do of, you know, not studying for your test or going to school naked or whatever those standard dreams that other people have. There's probably a lot of me just 15 foot away from a rim going, Oh God. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, no. <laughs> it's a one in one and we're down by one and there's three seconds left or yeah. something like that. And everybody's that. like, McDonald, this is on you, man. This is me. This is on me. Oh God. All right. Yeah. Light, lighten us up, man. What do you, what do you got over there? So I'm going to go a little out of order. If you're following along with our notes document one, you're the spoiler alert. You're cheating. Uh, I'm going to go out of order and I'm going to go one game back from your game. I'm going to go back to Texas Tech's game in the final four versus Michigan state. Mm. Uh, it was one of those games. Um, this one, the game, the game before elite eight versus Michigan. Um, there was like, all right, these Michigan schools, when they play defense, you need to be efficient on the offensive side. You need to score points when, when, when you can, cause it's going to be a low scoring game. And they usually were, um, because it's just the way that the, the tech defense ran the, that year. It took a lot of time off the clock. Uh, the offense was also very, let me just say methodical. <laughs> I have nothing nice <laughs> other to say about it. Uh, but this game, um, it wasn't so slow as the Michigan game. I, I, I don't know if you guys remember that. Like it was so slow, especially in the first half. Like I think you'd scored 30 combined points at halftime. Uh, it was something like that. Yes. <laughs> Texas Tech had a 23-21 lead at this game at the half. Uh, also remember, this is a game that Owens rolled his ankle with like 15 minutes to go in the game, and he left, and he, he ended up coming back into play for a little bit. Um, but I'm looking at a, a shot from Mr. Jarrett Culver. Um, he's not an offensive bright spot on the night. He only scored 10 points. Offensive MVP of that game went to Matt Mooney, who dropped 22 points. Dude was hitting like NBA range threes all throughout the second half. Helped tech. He was incredible. Yeah. He helped tech build a 13 point lead. Um, that Michigan state was able to whittle down to one with, uh, three minutes to go. And it was back and forth a little bit at this point in the game with just about a minute left. Texas tech had gotten back to a four point lead. And then this happened. And Mooney on the wings. So, at least for the plays, I'm, I'm going to show or I'm going to talk about. I've got some audio to go with it. That that was the the culvert culver three point play a three point shot uh, that he hit to put Texas Tech up by seven with 50 or so seconds to go. Basically, put the game away. Um. Like I said, on a game where he, he only scored 10 points, three of them came with a minute left to, to ice it. The weird thing about that, you know, the, the fact that he had kind of an off game for him, 
I don't think I doubted for a second that that was that that ball was not going in when he shot it. Oh, it it, it looked so good. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Like I, that's I'm so glad want. he took that shot. Yeah. <laughs> good job. <laughs> that one's going in. Okay, okay I'm gonna go. I guess, no, I'm gonna go next. You're going. You're going next again. I'm gonna okay. go back to back. Go like, ahead. Like, like, like a snake draft here. Um, because it's the only baseball game we have on this list. I want to go ahead and knock that out. And you probably all are tired of hearing me talk about it, but we're going to go back to 2019. Um, this spring of 20, 2019 was good for Texas Tech, if you didn't notice. <laughs> it was. If you didn't know this. Um, uh, two months after after that game, after that Final Four uh, championship run for the basketball team, baseball was doing very similar things. I have to talk about Game 3 in, in, in the Super Regionals. Um because one, it was a back and forth affair. It went, uh, you know, winner take all. You were playing a conference opponent. Weird things were happening with the weather. Teams were just blasting home runs. So like no lead was safe. Um, so at the, in the, going into the bottom of the eighth inning, Oklahoma State actually had a two-run lead. They were up six to four. Uh, they had hit a home run or two at the top of the eighth. Uh, one of them coming from Colin Simpson, who ends up striking out to 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 finish the game. Um, but he hits a big towering shot off of John McMillan, and you're like, oh no. Oh no. Because you got down, you're like, oh, crap. But you weren't done, obviously. Bottom of the eighth comes around. Josh Young hits a solo home run to get it to six to five. Uh, then you knock that start that 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 pitcher out. Uh, he, he wasn't the starter, but that pitcher. Cam Warren comes in. He works a walk. Cody masters comes in. He also works a walk. They, they both got to full count. And then Kurt Wilson, who had played sparingly in the field and had very few plate appearances up until this point, um, was finally put in the lineup going into this, uh, this super regional. Um, and it's kind of the start of his, however you want to call it, his, um, immortality. (laughs) <laughs> for Texas Tech fans. There you go. Um, he comes up with the, the two guys on base. And let me get to that part in the game for you and let you listen to it. Hello, told me before I came up to bat, see the curveball down and threw me on right where I wanted it. So what he was saying there at the beginning is uh, that Tadlock had basically said, Hey, look for this one pitch down and away. It was a curveball, And he said uh, when he was up there, he just, the pitcher threw one right where, where, where Wilson was looking to hit one um, and put it up into the air, knocked it over the wall to get the eight to six lead at that point. And then you go, obviously go on to win that game to take you to college world series. That's not too bad. That That's a pretty good little, little, little play there. Yeah, man. There's one. Kinda I w- swings, swings everything in, in, um, in their favor. No baseball puns intended. No, not at all. 
it, like I said, it, and I've said it so many times before, it's just one of those games I will never forget that I was there. <laughs> and we'll never, we'll never forget that you were there either. I won't let it happen. <laughs> okay, well, I've got one that I was definitely not there for, but lives in lore. And um, I, I fixed the link on our doc, Spencer, by the way. So let me set it up a little bit and then you can click that and, and we can hear it. But um, so 2002, let me take you to College Station. The Aggies were a top 25 team. Tech heads down there. They're down 35 to 17 going into the fourth quarter. And they build a comeback including former coach and quarterback, Texas Tech's own son, Cliff Kingsbury. But um, probably the most important thing was this play here that gave Tech its first lead with two minutes and 48 seconds left. 49-yard average for Skates, and here he goes. Puts his foot into it. This one, a wobbler towards the right side of the field. Welker takes it at the 11. He's going to try to get to the right sideline, breaks a tackle. He's got running room at the 30, the 35-40. He's in midfield, the 45-40. He may go 25-10. Touchdown, Red Raiders. Oh, my goodness. 89 yards on the punt return, and Tech has the lead. Brian Jensen sounds pretty good, doesn't he? I love it. Okay, so with that, that gave Tech the lead 36 to 35. They went on to score two. And uh and the two-point conversion was good, obviously. So 38-35. AM is able to get a field goal before the end of regulation. And so uh oh no, that's not right. No, they got the lead back. There was a nine-yard touchdown pass with a minute 40 left. Pearson missed the extra point. The Aggies mm. had a 41-38 lead. And the Red Raiders came back and forced overtime. So they went into overtime 41. Tied. Tech ends up winning 48-47. And just I mean, an incredible comeback. 24 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, the quarterback, I think long for A&M, he threw seven touchdowns that day which at that time was a record but lost <laughs> so that's a that's a good feeling to be on the other side of that hey your quarterback threw a, had a record day but you still lost so too bad yeah i was gonna say that that's a very familiar feeling for texas tech fans unfortunately yes familiar in the opposite but yeah i mean just the fact that how welker fielded that ball at the 11 he was kind of mid-hash i believe went to his right was tripped up, almost fell, somehow avoided two tacklers coming right at him as he was tripped up and trying to regain his his uh, footing and then just blazed past everybody else. Yeah. It was beautiful. So with, yeah, with two minutes, 48 seconds left, that play is what catapulted Tech to, um, to win this game, which... I believe this was Leach's, what was it? Was it his first year? That would have been his uh, third. I was third. Yeah, he second. was here in 2000, wasn't he? Okay. Yeah. So I think people were still kind of on the fence with him because, you know, that's how that's how it goes, especially year three. But um, 
I don't know. That that just seems like a really big play, just kind of in the scheme of of everything, and especially when it capped off a seventeen point comeback in the in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna go ahead and finish out my plays. They're also football because um, there's two of them, and it wasn't like, well, it wasn't a game winning or game ceiling moment. Um, but both of them kind of set the tone for how the game was going to go. And then, well, one set the tone and one was like, see, like we're, we're still for real. Um, So I'm talking about two defensive plays and the Texas game in 2008. Um, you probably have both of these in mind. One obviously has to be the very first defensive play um, where your your first drive, Texas Tech's first drive, um, you end up, you cross midfield, but you end up stalling a little bit. Um, You get out, get your punt team out there, you punt it, and then you down it at the one. Uh, So Texas does not have very good field position. Um, Actually, they're, they're just inside the two. They line up in a power eye formation. They're like, we're just going to run the ball to get off the goal line. Um, Ruffin McNeil and his 4-3 defense today was like, you know what? Our defensive line's pretty dang good. We're, we're not going to let that happen. So um, you get three defensive linemen surrounding the ball carrier in the end zone to really kind of set the tone of like, hey, so like we kind of, have been like the, the, the butt of all the jokes about how Texas Tech just doesn't play defense. They've got good offense, but there's no defense. This year, 2008, obviously, was a little bit different. So here's that first play. A power eye formation. Conservative in the end zone. Safety. A safety on the first handoff of the game. Colby Whitlock. The nose man is in on Chris Obanaya, and it's 2-0 Red Raiders. So... If it wasn't Whitlock, it was going to be Brandon Williams, a defensive end, or the other defensive tackle, Richard Jones. All three of them uh, blew up their their offensive linemen and were basically standing in the end zone waiting for the, the ball carrier to get to them. Um, well, I, I would like to take some credit for that because... Oh, you were there. You probably called I it. Was, I was in that end zone. There you go. They, 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 were, they were buoyed by your support. I will never forget that because I just thought, I think that was when I first thought, because, you know, you always think, ah, oh, sure, Tech's got a chance. You know, this, they're good. You know, they've, they've got a good chance. But it was something about that play. I thought, holy crap, Tech really might pull this off. And it that prob- was all it took. <laughs> that, that same thought and feeling, um, like that play probably put that thought into everybody's mind. Absolutely. On, on both sidelines, all throughout the stadium. And anybody watching the game, you're like, oh, hold on oh. a second. <laughs> yes. Like, this ain't your granddaddy's Texas Tech team. And you're like, well, it's, it's still number one Longhorns. We're like, mm, number seven Texas Tech wasn't there just to mess around. Um, and the other play that I wanted to, to talk about was a little bit later in the game. Um, your defense had done really well. Uh, the first the first touchdown that Texas scored was in the second half on a punt return, which I still contend there were at least two block in the black backs block in the backs 
there was even a flag thrown for it and then got picked up. I thought that surely that that's not going to happen. You know, even though it's still Texas and anyways, it happened. They, they picked it up and said, no, no, no. Those, uh, illegal tackles were the pump blockers speared the red Raiders in the back. Perfectly legal. Okay. So I, I do, I do like that you, you paused in the middle of Tech's top three plays podcast shorts to ream on the refs just a little bit. You just had to detour. No, it's Tom Brandon. <laughs> Enough to throw that in there. All right. And then this other, other play happened. Um, so on the very next drive following that punt return, um, Texas Tech is up 22 to 13 at this point. Uh, the first play of this drive is a 12 yard penalty to half the distance type of thing. Uh, so it's second and 22. Texas has the ball on their own seven coming out of the end zone. Daniel Charbonnet, uh, it was a Duke transfer defensive back. He had jumped uh, a pass early in this game and very nearly intercepted it, but uh, there was no nearly intercepted on this play. Steps up, intercepted, picked off by Charbonnet, and Charbonnet scores. So it was a quick pick six to put Texas Tech up 29 to 13 um, with about 20 minutes left in the game. That happened in my end zone too. It did. It did. Uh, That was the only Texas Tech touchdown in the second half outside of Crabtree's catch with a second to go. Yeah, those are, those are really good plays. I, I, you know, I'll be honest. It's been a long time since that game didn't necessarily remember the interception, but that safety I'll never forget just because of how loud the place was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was when the tide started. Like you said, everyone watching everyone there, everyone on the sidelines. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh this could happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll go to my last one which is pretty appropriate because he, the guy we're going to talk about is currently part of the coaching staff, coaching the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA finals tonight, currently down, unfortunately, 78 to 62, 442 left in the third. Let me make sure that's updated. Yes. So maybe they can come back through, but Darvin ham. And so if anybody knows anything, you already know what I'm about to talk about but I'm fine with you knowing when he crushes the backboard against North Carolina back in 96 tech came in as a three seed in the tournament. I believe having only lost one game, they were 30 and one up to that point. I want to know how a 30 and one Texas tech is only a three seed though. Well, I say that they were 29 and one up to that point. Well, (laughs) This was round two. So to be fair, they were 28 and one when they did the selection. Um, Still. And, you know, to break recent tradition, they won the Southwest Conference tournament that year. This was the last year of the Southwest Conference and tech dominated. They 
of course, lost one game on the year. It was a conference, a non-con game against Eastern Michigan. So they ran the table, went 14-0 and in conference play. Unbelievable. So anyway, they are a three seed um, going against North Carolina. End up winning this game 92-73, to but I watched a video with Darvin Ham talking about it and Vince Carter and Anton Jameson, who were both not only on North Carolina there during that time, but both on the court when it happened. So Spencer, if you want, I've got the link queued up. Um, you know, the clip's probably longer than you want to play, so you may want to stop it, but it's, it kind of sets it up a little bit. I'll, I'll let you know what happens briefly is ham comes in on a rebound completely unblocked and um as he throws it down something magical happens something magical i like it <laughs> texas tech sixth man and scores 16 a game So this was early on in the game. It was like 16 to 14 or something. Yeah, it was early on. So that that's what, um, that's what that video was talking about was they were kind of, there was a guy who was saying, you know, tech was obviously a good team. No, it didn't want to take anything away from that, but it was pretty much all Texas tech after that. Everybody had to go into the locker room to, you know, wait for them to fix the backboard Tech ended up winning by almost 20. They won 92 to 73. Which you don't see very often in a, a second round second round game when you get two top 10 seeded games. Like, you know, a 3-6 game. It's not a 20-point win. Yeah, yeah. So, it, but, and like you pointed out, it was, this was early on. I, they, it really just kind of set the tone for the game. Unfortunately, Tech lost the next game in the regional semifinal against Georgetown. Of course, Georgetown was the number two seed, but only lost by eight, 90 to 98. So it wasn't meant to be beyond that, but this just such an iconic moment in tech sports history, you know, made the cover of sports illustrated, you know, ham was a household name, but at that point, um, he's still has a bright future in the NBA, possibly. And I would almost say probably going to get in a head coaching job this year with a lot of vacancies that have opened up. And that's part of the reason why he was, not as interested in coaching at tech, which who could blame him when you've been in the NBA your entire career since leaving tech and you get the chance to possibly coach there. I think that's what you'd want to do. But this was just 
I saw as I was, you know, I did a, um, a YouTube deep dive. If you ever want to just be impressed, look at Darvin Ham dunks. And it's just incredible what the guy could do. His arm would be 90 degrees from his body. And he just, and he, but he throws it down so fast and so hard, two handed. That was just his thing. And for him to be able to do this and shatter a backboard, which you know he wasn't trying to do that. That's just how he played. But to do that on that on that stage was just uh, it, it put tech on the map. Yeah, for sure. It was um, one of those plays that, like you 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 have mentioned it. He it just it's stuck around with Texas Tech fans and with Ham for almost thirty years now. Um, a lot like probably what, what you'll hear about with Crabtree and Harrell and and just not one specific play, but just the time that Mahomes was here at Texas Tech. It was just like what they were able to do. Um, and I, you know what? I was kind of hoping, and maybe I shouldn't have been, but hoping uh, Ham would be considered for that Mavericks opening. I was like, oh I yeah. I don't, yeah, that- I don't know if I want to stick him with Cuban because that might not be a good fit. <laughs> And they got kid. Right. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm not so sure about that either. I mean, so I did, I did have an honorable mention though. <laughs> I like the way that, that you wrote this honorable mention in the notes. Um, th- yeah, this is exactly what I wrote. So the honorable mention for me is maybe half of Mahomes' throws, something like that, give or take. Because uh, I started watching Mahomes' highlights and I thought, well, I've got to include one of his throws. I just feel like one of those across the body crazy things from you know, where he's got it 57 yards in the air uh, off his back foot after he avoided three tackles and there's a guy wrapped around his ankle or something. The problem like, is include one of those, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't pick one. Yeah. That, that, that's what I was going to, that's where I was going to go. Like the problem is there wasn't just one or yeah. a couple. There were like almost one per game. You're like that throw should not be possible. <laughs> right. And he did that for two years. I think I watched 15 solid minutes of highlights and it was just every time I thought, well, it could, I could do that. Oh no. But then this one, but wait, yeah. Well, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. I remember the app that (laughs) one's okay. So I just stopped. So we've got to honorable, honorably mention him in the mix for sure. Um, another thing we would like to mention as we've mentioned before, Spotify green room guys, Spotify Green Room is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. You can talk to me if you into that sort of thing. Other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. You can share your own experiences on the app. Spotify Green Room is a free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. You can join in on conversations with me and have a chance to be featured on our podcast. Ooh, look at you. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS or Android app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, join our group, the 23 personnel group, follow me and be notified when our room goes live. We'll be on the locker room this fall and probably right after the football game. So check that out. Spotify Green Room when you can. So I, there's one thing I need to clear up just the way that you said, um, talk to me. <laughs> I was like, hold on. This isn't only fans. Okay. 
This is sports talk. <laughs> there was a little too much innuendo there. Guys. Uh, I was like flattered. I was like me. Yeah, like you God. actually want to talk to me? Talk to me. Kansas City State Company wants to make sure this is your best grilling season ever. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. SD is obviously for a sports drink, the number one podcast network out there. I'm telling you. From classic steak cuts to USDA Prime and hard to find specialty cuts and more Kansas Steak, Kansas City Steaks. It's everything you need to fire up the grill. These are steakhouse quality steaks, aged to perfection, and it's made so easy. Each order is flash frozen and delivered directly to you. Enjoy their buttered, tender filet mignon, hearty Kansas City strip steaks, and savory ribeyes. It's been a hard year, so enjoy being together again by bringing the steakhouse to your house with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. It's KansasCitySteaks.com. Promo code SD. All right, Michael, speaking of food, let's wrap this one up with start one, bench one, cut one, Mexican, Italian, barbecue. How, how do you want to break this up? Do we each, I think last time what we each, we each did. We just went through all our three list. of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. I am starting Mexican food. Just okay. can't do without it. I've got to have it. I think it's, it's between that and cheeseburgers for something I could eat for almost every single meal. And it's so, there's so much variety. If, if, we, if we're just saying Mexican food, we're talking Tex-Mex, we're talking south of the border stuff. We're talking a Denver omelet <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> everything, everything is on the table. Nothing is off the table. So I would have to start Mexican food. It's perfect in so many ways. I'm going to bench barbecue. Oh which no! Sounds like a knock. But you're going to cut the other one. I'm cutting Italian. All right, so you're going to bench barbecue. Yep, I'm benching barbecue. It's it's one of those things where you're barbecue is always heavy. Not always, but when I think of barbecue, what I would want would be, you know, brisket or sausage or pulled pork or something and that's pretty heavy so i think on mexican even though traditionally tex-mex is not the healthiest option but there are healthier options within the mexican food diet there's not a lot of healthy options in the barbecue diet so that's why i'm going to bench it and then italian i hate to i like it i love italian I'm, i'm cutting it it's gone i would just live without pizzas i'd live without pasta i'd mm. I would, I think I'd miss some things, but I'd be okay. All right. So I will start Italian. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and a lot of it has to do with pizza, but the variety is also there um, with the pastas and, and, and dishes kind of base around the pasta. It doesn't have to be like a noodle and sauce, you know, thinking lasagnas and stuff. Um. But just one of those things, like you were saying, is one of like Mexican is something you could probably eat. Italians, that that, that thing for me. Um, this one's hard. 
<laughs> because either one that you, you leave out is, is, is going to hurt. Um, I'm going to bench barbecue. Uh, okay. I think, I think you... it's, it's, it's heavy. Mm. Um, it's something that I like to, to cook and prepare. Um, it obviously is quite the commitment of time and resources and equipment on the kind of stuff. But like, if you, if you get good barbecue, man, it's hard to beat. And maybe just my, uh, my bias here, but like, yeah, grow, growing up eating so much Mexican food is like at this point I could take it or leave it. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> having said that, like I, I had, this I hurts had, me. I had tacos for dinner tonight and I was like, <laughs> they were good, but like, I mean, it doesn't, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if that was the last plate of tacos I've ever eaten. You know what I had? I had, I had barbecue for lunch and dinner. There you go. I had a, I had leftover, uh, sausage that I, that I made on Sunday or Monday. I don't even know wow. for uh, lunch. And then we had Rudy's for dinner. So I had, I had my second choice twice today. Cause apparently it's too heavy to eat. So I ate it twice. <laughs> you know, so we're, we're getting ready to go out of town on this camping trip and they they actually asked me to smoke something while we're there. Mm. Um, and this is, it's going to be a nightmare because I'm walking into equipment that I'm not familiar with or know how to run or use. And they're like, we want brisket. I was like, Oh sure. God, of course you do on a smoker. I've never used before. I know how it works. And here we go. I'm going to smoke a brisket on somebody else's Are, smoker. What kind of smoker is it? Is it a stick burner? Are you going to have to like haul wood and stuff or what? So yes, it's, Oh boy. On this oh, property, it's like, it's in its own little building. It's got a smoke house. The, the, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I would be sweating that as well. I'm, I'm not giving you any confidence at all. I'm sorry. You got this though. I think and, you can do it. It's you know, just going to be really hard <laughs> and you're going to be nervous and anxious for the whole 16 hours or whatever. Yeah. And, and here's like I, having made and smoked a brisket before, like, that process, like I, I know what it is. It doesn't bother me. Or, or it's just, it's the intimidation of like one, it, it, it's a wood fire. Yes. In a smoker that I've never used. And I won't yes. know exactly how it works until I get there. Yes. And it's to feed a bunch of people. It's not like you just went down there and it's going to be, you just thought, Oh, I'm going to give this a shot. You were asked well, to do it. Oh man, there's so much working against you, but you got this. I'm not worried about it. I was like, you know what? Like, like we could do ribs. Like that's six hours. Like that, that's yes. not, that's not too hard to man- maintain a fire and, and keep that going for six hours or well, and pulled pork. Pulled feeds pork is people and it's forgiving eight to 10 hours. Like but they yeah. want a brisket. And I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> but here we go. We're going to do it. Um, all right. So, for, that'll do it for us this week on the 23 Personal Podcast. Hope you guys are continuing to enjoy our summer shorts. Next week, we're going to talk about some of the greatest Texas Tech comebacks and our start one, cut one, bench one, fried chicken, fries, and onion rings. Stick around for that one. We'll get you next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders.
you can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.